Top that, dude. Are you a medium? Why does it keep getting warm in here? I'll never meet her great grandkids. So I created a, a YouTube channel called Just Doe No Glaze. Karina, I have no idea what you're talking about. This podcast is perfect. We've never had any problems ever. everyone and welcome to the Dre and Smiley podcast. Um, obviously you're hearing a different voice this time but never fear you are in the right place and today we're actually going to be celebrating I wouldn't just say 50 episodes we're, we're well past that but it's always good to take a beat and reflect on this journey. So we're actually going to flip the script a little bit and have Dre and Smiley tell us a bit about their journey so far with this podcast. Um, I was one. I was wonderfully invited to actually take part in this podcast. My name is Karina Kwame. Um, I come from the arts and sciences, jazz musician, but also deeply committed to sustainability um, and really influencing the world and the future we want to see. So I do that through science communication, through forums like this, um, and also building connections between those worlds. But this show is not about me. So actually, I'm going to skip over to to Dre and Smiley. And, you know, guys, tell me about your bios. For sure. For sure. Smiley, you want to go first? Uh, I guess I can go first. Yeah. I, um, mm -hmm. I define myself as a, as a father, as an investor, and as a person who works in the software business. I've been in the software business for about 30 plus years. And uh, from all regards, working with manufacturers, doing mm -hmm. enterprise resource planning software, which is basically the software that runs the plant. Then I've worked in the pharmaceutical space creating, I used to say I was in the business of saving lives because my software helped to keep, mm -hmm. uh, keep humanity safe whenever you're mm -hmm. using a medical device or any sort of drug. And then now I, I do the similar things, but with food. So I make sure the food supply, the USDA, uh, organic, inorganic, slot, uh, beef, turkey, chicken, there's so much food consumed and it's essential mm -hmm. to make sure that it's safe for all of us to consume. But uh, my most important bio, I think, is, mm -hmm. is being a father and an investor. I, I like investing in stocks, real estate. And, and and just just investing in myself and in other people. Dre? Nice. All right. So for me, I'm not as exciting as Karina or Smiley. Um, I'm a you know regular everyday everyday guy, uh, the way I look at it. Um, so my background, I've 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 been fortunate enough to be able to live or live where I've visited uh, every continent with mm. the exception of Antarctica and Australia. Um, my background in terms of professionally, I worked in healthcare for us for a bit doing leadership development, education, and training, and then ventured out on, on my own. And my passion right now mm. is, is this, is meeting new people, connecting with new people. Um, I've been fortunate enough to have, uh, met Smiley, who's, the uh the, the better half of the Dreas Folly podcast. <laughs> and and, we, and and you know something that we both have a passion for is you know connecting and meeting with people. And um yeah this this journey is probably one of the most exciting parts of 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 um 
where I am in my life right now. I'm also a dad, which is um, and, and a mm. husband, which are are two very important roles. I love that. And actually, with both of you sharing your stories, I mean, I'm I'm learning more even being on the show with you. Um, and you've been able to bring so many interesting people into the lives of all your listeners. So I guess before we dive into some of the memorable moments, I'm, I really actually want us to take a step back and ask you, what made you start the podcast? Yeah. So truth be told, about 15 years ago, I was interested in, um, in having a podcast. I had no idea how to start it, had no idea what the theme would be. Uh, I didn't know any, any of those details. I just knew that I wanted to have a podcast. Um, Fast forward, at the end of 2022, I'm sorry, 2021, um, I kind of just was burning. It was kind of just coming to the surface. More and more, I'm like, this is this is like a great time to do it. Still, I didn't know the details. Um, during the middle of, uh, the, uh, shortly, after, shortly after COVID began, I was invited to a, um, a virtual workout group that Smiley spearheaded. And it's interesting, Karina, when I first heard about it, it was like one of those exclusive parties where your friend's like, yeah, we had a great time. Yeah. That. You're like, oh, can, can I come? Oh, I don't know. We'll see. Like, we'll see. I'm not sure. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a small room and yeah. And so another friend of mine who had been going to these virtual sessions, was telling me about it. And I kept reminding him, but I didn't want to be too pushy. And so eventually he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got the uh, I got the thumbs up, you know, the go ahead so you can come in. So then came into the session that, again, Smiley was uh, spearheading. It was a group of guys that got together and just worked out push-ups, things like that. But we did more talking than, than working out, as We're most behind. people do when they, when they get together. <laughs> you know, sometimes we yeah. spend we spend an hour doing 10 push-ups, you know, just because we were doing so much talking. So so I'm sharing all, all of that to say that that's when I first connected with Smiley. So then let's fast forward a bit more. I want to say in the spring, and Smiley, correct me if I'm wrong here, in the spring, he threw a uh, an event for his wife. And he invited me to come. And so that's the first time wow. that we actually connected face to face. And exactly, exactly. And it was it was just like a natural, I mean, right. anyone who knows him, you know, he doesn't meet any strangers. And mm. I I tend I tend to be that person as well. So we connected, it was effortless, things like that. And then I came back home and I started thinking more and more. I'm like, you know what? This this is it. You know, this is the time to do it. And I think, you know that this dude could be, could be the co-host. Cause like we just click, you know? So I reached out to him and anyone, again, anyone who knows Smiley, he's like the, the, the uh, optimist, you know, he's just like, yeah, let's make it happen. Neither one of us really yeah. knew what we were doing, but he's like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. And that's the, that's the, you know, kind of the long, long story of, of how it started, but Smiley jump in there. What did I miss in that story? What did I miss? <laughs> Well, the, the one thing is, I guess um, I had my own little YouTube channel where I just walk around and talk to myself. And I created this YouTube channel because my daughter, I always said to myself, I'll never meet her great grandkids. So I created a, a YouTube channel called Just Don't Know Glaze, where I'm talking through time wow. to her grandkids. And so it was personal. And then when Dre, I never even 
listen to a podcast yeah. until Dre mentioned it because I'm like, I'm not doing, I mean, podcasts, I just walk around and, and when he said, when he asked me to do it, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I'm always, let's just jump into something and figure it out and course correct during the way. And I'm so excited that he invited me to co-host with him because mm. I've met so many interesting people and heard so many amazing stories that, yeah, that was the only thing he just said. Then the funny thing I think he said to me once is like, you said yes so fast. Cause so he's like, you want to be my host? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You to pay. Like, what? <laughs> he's like, you didn't think about it. I was like, uh, there's no thoughts. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's do it. That's so cool. I mean, I remember when you reached out to me that it was like yeah. the way that what the hook for me was, you know, or, ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And just that ability to be reminded that, you know, through connections, either virtually or in person, even walking down the street, you're walking by stories that are, you know, not all obvious on the surface. And I think I, all of your listeners probably have moments where they, you know, learned about someone's role and saw the other side of it. And I think that's, you know, particularly exciting. Um so from you all, I mean, what were your most memorable moments? Or I would even add, what were the most surprising moments <laughs> that you had um, through the podcast development? Yeah, one that comes to mind is, um, I would say this falls under memorable. Um, we have something we do on the podcast at the end called the final four, which is where we just ask a series of questions that you know help us better get a sense of who the individual is. Um, and we asked one of our early guests, you know, if they had a choice of three people or if they could choose three people to have to dinner, who would, who would those three people be? And he got really emotional when he mentioned one of the people, you know, just, you could, you could see he, he really felt the connection with this individual and it was so meaningful to him to, you know, the idea of having this individual to dinner. And so that, that, that was, um, that was memorable to me because it, it showed that, you know, people are willing to be vulnerable because of the space that we've created. He held he, that, right. that guest had a level of comfort, right. That we created where he felt okay to be that vulnerable. And so it was, um, yeah, that, that, that I still, that was like one of our, I don't know. Yeah first five guests, I, I guess it, it still sits with me. I, I feel like my, my most surprising moment wasn't even on the air. It wasn't even on the podcast. It was when I literally reached out to you, <laughs> Dr. Kwame from the TV and you responded. And I felt like, <laughs> I felt like the kid who run the ticket to the Willy Wonka chocolate factory. I'm like, Dre, Dre, she responded. He's like, what? I was like, look, she responded to my email. I was like, I just saw you on TV. And that was, that just surprised me. That gave me so much confidence because before then yeah. Dre was reaching out to everyone. And then he was bringing all the, and the guests. I had friends on it and family, but get, Dre was getting like unknown people like this one particular guest he mentioned, he was real big on, on LinkedIn. And then all of a sudden, Dre just reached out to him. And he's like, he's going to be on the podcast. I'm like, what? How'd you get him? <laughs> he's like, and I've been following him for years. And I just never thought about reaching out. And Dre reached out. So I was like, I got to reach out too. And when I saw you and I reached out, like, Dre, she responded. <laughs> 
So that was really... That's, by the way, one of my favorite films. And I say film because I've seen the musical, but I have to say, like, Gene Wilder in that film, I mean, the music, the... The casting, um, yeah. And, yeah. And, and if you can imagine, Dre was the grandfather. I was a little kid. I was like, Grandpa, I got the <laughs> ticket. And that's like, that's when that Dre's like, you're going to Willy Wonka's. For anybody who hasn't seen that film, I don't want to give it away, but there is a moment at the beginning where you see the lead and you, he's not what you expect. And he does some acrobatic <laughs> gesture. And opens the film. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> oh, that's very kind. I mean, I found that like your ability to create space to, I would also shed light on things we wouldn't necessarily know about people who do various roles was definitely one of the things that struck me. I think um, the interview you did with the mortician um, and just like talking about, you know, that role. I mean, everybody is going to experience death or experience the death of a loved one. But I don't think we, we talk about that enough, but I also don't think we talk about, you know, all the people who are involved in that process. So I think like the, you know, examples like that really, they were memorable for me. Um, And even how you described, you know, getting some folks like this person from LinkedIn, or I think there was one person you mentioned you met on a flight. (laughs) That's really shedding light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the second one. She um she sat down in my row and I was like, it's gonna be a dialogue or or a monologue. And lo and behold, when she had her on a she's the granddaughter of a king. So that was just amazing. I had a granddaughter of a king sit in my row and then talk to me and then join a podcast. It was just like (laughs) That's that's another surprising moment where you just never know who you meet and you never yeah. know which royalty is sitting next to you. And yeah. this this whole yeah. journey, Dre, has exposed me to a, a plethora mm. of different individuals, characters. Yeah. And, and that's a lot. That's awesome. Because I think yeah, one thing too. that I hope listeners are excited about is that regardless of the forum or the channel, so whether it's podcast or um, a radio program. Like I think your mission has really shed light on the fact that every day you're passing extraordinary people and it's actually, you know, the right moments that we catalyze to connect yeah. that actually, you know, um, unveil them. So I think that that's super inspiring. Um, I also know that when you're delivering anything like this, there are, there's snafus, there's bloopers, there's, you know, things that didn't go as smoothly. And I, I'd be curious if you if you could share, you know, either challenging moments or things that, you know, three for a three for a ride. <laughs> Karina, I have no idea what you're talking about. This podcast is perfect. We've never had any Life. problems ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> Not since day one. <laughs> Not since day one. It's been perfect. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Smiley? What kind of, can you think of anything? Well, I, yeah, I can think of a lot. I'm, I'm struggling with cameras. <laughs> I'm struggling with microphones. Every podcast, we, we course correcting it better. One podcast, when, when we had this LinkedIn representative, I, I, I if with my job, I make videos. So I know how to edit films and do all that stuff. But my microphone and my, I, I have this little, surface pro tablet and it has a little keyboard so i i was thinking it was like a laptop but it's not it's a tablet 
So we were doing the first couple podcasts from my tablet and it would never upload the files because it wasn't designed for that. Now I'm in the office with a desktop computer, everything flows, but it was so choppy and you see it on YouTube. You have two times or 20% Dre's there and with the guests and then 30% I'm there with all two of them. And then all of a sudden I disappear. So I had to re-splice the whole video. It took me about four hours, but I was like, this was our first big fish and I messed up with my tablet. So, but I'm always challenged because I'm in Florida and sometimes the sun is beaming on the left, it's beaming on the right. I got this little camera here and, or this, this light Dre will be like, it's too dark. So then I'll try to turn it on and I don't know where to position it, but soon as soon as everything gets right, one of my investments come in, I'm going to just get a, a studio room where everything will be perfect and it'll be like a dark room, but. I'm challenged with these little cameras and this microphone. Every 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 podcast, I'm, I'm, I'm fiddling. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm learning a lot. I'm learning. <laughs> I'll be a media guy soon. <laughs> you know, you know, Karina. Something you touched on that that I think is is important is that, and we, we both have mentioned this that when we got started, we just got started. Right. Mm. We knew there were going to be snafus. We knew we didn't know where they were going to be. You know, mm. it, it, they weren't fun or easy to to resolve. But, you know, I think it's a it's it's perhaps a lesson for those that are considering starting something. You know, it, it won't be perfect. Mm. Don't wait for, until you have everything that you need or want. Just just start, mm. you know, like Smiley was saying. I mean, some of the yeah. some of the challenges were looking back were comical. But in the moment, it's like we're scrambling, trying to figure it out. Like, well, you know, how come you can't hear me? Yeah. What do you mean you can't hear me? We're texting each other. Like, I can't see you. You know, it's just all these things. But, but you know, they all work themselves out. And I think the win for for me, at least, is when someone that I know or have, have met comes across the channel and they say, oh, wow, you guys have had some really interesting people. Oh, wow. They, they, they see the end result, and they don't know about, you know, the stuff that happens. Yeah, exactly, which yeah. is, you know, yeah. no one needs to know how the, sausage, yeah. how the sausage is made, right? They just want to know it tastes good. So, um, mm. yeah, we've had challenges, but we've, we've uh, we sur- survived them. That's so – I love that because I think – I mean, most people, maybe your listeners are also feeling inspired to think about, you know, starting new things um and or like reflecting on that was a wild period of time when you started this like or at least the impetus of obviously doing it remotely during the pandemic like there's lots of different um contexts and i realized lots of people come up with new skills you know because of that change in in time or the the uncertainty of what's going to happen presents new opportunities um so i could see that being super rewarding also very scary um, I'm trying to think back to when I did it with you all. I think I had just seen that film Babylon. I think I remember like wanting just yeah. to talk about that film. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah, so yeah. many themes, but I think the one I talked about was yeah. like, you know, recognize when you've had a good run, um, you know, being able to pause and pivot when you need to. And I think that film, I, it, it, when just hearing you talk, it reminded me of another one is that, um, actually it's part of the magic of movie making or, you know, any sort of media is that people don't see the process. Um, but when they learn about it later, it makes the the work even more 
um, inspiring. So I, I think, you know, that film obviously was about the transition between silent films to soundies, but a lot of the, or films with sound, um, but a lot of the, the, the mechanics that go behind like actors learning how to yeah. stand properly and now having to use lines right. and actually speaking words. Yeah. So I think that that, I think you your 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 journey has brought light to that process as well as the the magic in the results. So, mm. as a rewarding piece, are there other things you found super rewarding? Um, but in, in addition to the people you've met and some of the, the the new skills, if not new new opportunities that have come as a result. So yeah, in terms of rewarding, I think what comes to mind first for me is, um, I guess the new skills. Um, and they, they range in terms of, you know, what they are and the extent of them. One of them is um, I enjoy connecting with people, but I don't really like to feel like I'm bothering mm. them. Um, and oftentimes, I, you know, I'm not. It's just, it's just something into my head. And something that I gain from Smiley is the ability to just kind of put yourself out mm -hmm. there. So he came to Nashville and we went out for breakfast and, um, you know, we're walking around waiting for our table and, and we meet this guy. And again, I thought I was good at, you know, just connecting with people. But when we met this dude, Smiley connected with him. Like, I, Karina actually stood back and we were just like, this guy is good. <laughs> right? He's just like, like his level of connection was just, I, I felt like I needed to take my notepad out. And yeah. so, so from that, from that, fast forward probably, I don't know, three, four months, I'm at a car wash. And, you know, see this guy and, and I, I see this guy. And again, you know, my level of connection is, hey, nice car. How you doing? Beautiful day. That's the level of my connection. So I did my usual connection. Went back to my car, finished washing. And I started thinking. And I, and I felt like, you know, I felt like I was thinking like Smiley might have been thinking like, this might be a good guy to have on the mm. podcast. So I started thinking, well, how, how should I approach him? Right. And Smiley's in sales, like he said earlier. So, so I tried my, my best to put my, my best sales hat on, you know, and went over there and gave him my pitch and he said, yes, I'm saying all of this, say that that was rewarding, rewarding for mm. me because it kind of helped me get out of my, step out of my box a bit, you know? Um, and there's other things that, that I found rewarding, but that's the first one that comes to mind. Mm. And what I found rewarding is this, like one-on-one, -on -one, I'm good at just talking. If I see someone, I could go up to them and start a conversation or if they're in my row in an airplane, I'm they unless I'm sleepy, everybody's talking to me. Or uh, you got on your headset. I'm like, Hey, how you doing? Uh, you know, I help it. I make it so you can eat. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can listen to me or talk to me. What do you, your choice. <laughs> exactly. You got, you got, it's binary one or the other, but if I'm sleepy, then I'll go to sleep. But, uh, but for me to reach out to, People on the internet, I mean, I could do it, but usually the bonding is in the the, the, re, the relationship yes. and the physicalness of the relationship. And even in our, we do a lot of Zooms, but you're looking at someone. Mm. Whereas just to reach out to someone on LinkedIn, we have another guest that's coming up uh, in a couple of weeks. I, I just reached out to her on, on Instagram. I reached out to like five different people and she responded. I'm like, drink. She responded. So I, I don't know why I get so excited when <laughs> these cyber people, yeah. just random cyber people respond. If it's, if it's business related, like I'm, I'm pretty good in the food business. I'm pretty good in the pharma. 
I could speak to the experts in my field mm. because I know what I'm mm. talking about. And But just to reach out to random, like, hey, will you join our podcast so I could talk to you? And they respond. I'm like, wow. And and so I, I that's brought me, I'm learning a little bit more to be a little yeah. cyber aggressive in the sense of just not being, uh, not really afraid, but not being shy mm. or just saying, wow, these people are responding. And, and that's a that's a good thing. So, but what I find that the most surprising is once again, not to pick on you, I saw you for the sustainability. I'm, I'm like a, a science nerd and all that stuff. And then I'm like, Dre, she sings. And so I was like, we got a, we got like an artist. We, you were like our first musician entertainer. I was like, we got a, we got a two time person. We got one that's an expert over here, an expert here, expert swimmer. We hit like a trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> so when we research the people, it's like pulling back the onion and you're finding so much more about our guests. Like that's where, like the, the, the Joe Scott, when you mentioned the, 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 uh, the mortician type representative, yeah. he was fascinating. I mean, I was like, man, he's going to be like a downer, but his, his whole experience, his journey. So when you meet someone on surface, it's like an iceberg. Mm. You ever notice an iceberg is only one seventh above the water and seven, six sevens below the bottom. I mean, the water, it's so deep when you start to peel mm. it back and explore the, the depths and the levels of our, our guests. So Definitely. that's what I think is awesome. I mean, just hearing you talk about smug. <laughs> Smiley's ability to like go out the gate from like zero to a hundred. So I also got to meet Smiley yeah. in real life and not just like bump into him and started talking, but I could totally imagine you on a plane. <laughs> when I came to the US and actually I went to visit my brother in Tampa, the flight I was on, there was a, a medium who was on the flight and I didn't realize she was medium until like, eight was seven hours later because everybody kept going up to her but like all the flight attendants like were like taking turns and i was like oh that's so cool and there was one flight attendant who wouldn't do it she's like i don't want to know like what's happening but i think that ability to you know to to realize that every person you know has all and it's inspiration and a lot of depth which is something that like yeah. even on the journey to the States was already like front of mind. And then Smiley had invited my brother and I out for dinner. And again, we, we all met up. We were just, we're like, we're just going to walk. Like we're, we don't know where we're going. We're just going to yeah. walk. And it right. didn't really matter right. because we had so many, you know, stories. And he, actually that's what he told me about um, Jill Scott and some of the other folks you had connected with. And even when I would leave, yeah. like Smiley and my brother were just like chatting as if they're old friends. <laughs> And I think that that is such an extraordinary gift that we don't always get to unlock with people. And I think this podcast is really should be sort of a a call to action for folks to obviously not just go up to random people in the street, but have that level of awe and in the people that you can meet. And I think, you know, I I think I mentioned Mm. it to you um, in our conversation after the podcast that, you know, my sister, I'm the eldest of five and she, she was, was the third born. And unfortunately, we, we lost her um, two years ago. And Danielle, I mean, she had that ability to literally have no fear talking to anyone. 
And all like cousins, siblings, like relatives, extended, extended wow. relatives. Like we go to parties and be like, where's Danielle? Like Danielle's like ready to talk, ready to take this. Yeah. She'd drive across the country yeah. and like meet all these new friends. They'd be at dinner you know, their Thanksgiving yeah. the following year. Um, so again, wow. I think it just shows that that is, that is within reach for people and people sure. like smiley people like you, Dre, I think you, you create an, an openness where that can happen naturally. So I know it's not the end yet, but I know the final four questions. Usually I feel yeah. crunched and I'm going to have both of you <laughs> dive in. We're actually gonna do that. And since obviously I got to share you know, a dinner, I'm actually going to start with the dinner question. So who are the three people okay. that you would have dinner with? Oh, mm-hmm. boy. You know, it's funny before I answer this, yeah. Karina, it feels like it just got really warm in here. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like I'm perspiring. <laughs> I, feel like I'm just gonna... <laughs> I feel like it got really hot in here. So you would think, Smiley, you would think that since we ask these questions that, well, let me speak for mm-hmm. myself, that we, I'd have these answers at the top of mind. Uh, I don't. So. No worries. <laughs> um, Smiley, if you know yours. I know mine. My four. I would I would love to have my grandmother, uh, my mother's mother, because she she just believed in me so much, and I just see her smile, and and she passed when I just graduated from college, and she had cancer, but I didn't know that she had it, and I'm in Los Angeles, there in Pittsburgh, no one told me I'm out gallivanting in California where I could have been flying home to visit her, but no one wanted to tell me, so I just. Uh, miss a lot of life minutes. So I would have my grandmother and then I would have my grandfather. His name is Mr. Johnny Reed. Cause I feel like I grew up to be him. He was always present. He was the male figure in our lives. He was the provider, didn't speak much, but he was always the silent, strong foundation mm. of everyone around him. And, and so I would say he would be the second one. And the third one is I've recently I found my siblings online, uh, ancestry.com. So that's another story, but I found my, my brothers, my sister, and actually I found my, um, biological father. Well, also I found his aunt, which would be his grandmother. So I guess if I could meet my paternal father's grandmother, because apparently she was this, forced to be reckoned with in Kentucky. And she had her own, during that time, she was the first only woman who had a black hotel or a hotel for black people because it was segregated. And she was in Lexington, Kentucky, and she just had a whole bunch of property. She was very entrepreneurial. So it would be my father's grandmother. I just been hearing so much about her. So I would love to have her, my grandfather and my mother's mother my grandmother mm. at, at dinner so that would be the and me that would be my four Dre, i think that's a film by the way that has to be i think for me my paternal grandfather which is my dad's dad mm. unfortunately my my grandfather passed away when my father was young i think before he was 10 so I'd love to talk to him, get to know him, learn more about where he was from. And um, all I have are a, a bunch of photos of him. Um, 
And so I can kind of draw, you know, at my own, through my own imagination, you know, I have ideas of who he was and what he was about. So that's one person. Another one would be H.J. Um, Russell. He's from Atlanta. He was a extremely successful um, black entrepreneur um, back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And he had a speech impediment. Um, hmm. And in spite of being black with a speech impediment, he achieved incredible success hmm. uh, as a business person. And so I just loved to kind of talk to him and you know get a sense of his drive hmm. and the challenges he faced and how he overcame it and that sort of thing. So that's two. The third person would be probably my sister, who I talk to fairly often, yeah. but uh, I feel like we have a, a pretty strong connection. I just um, enjoy being around her. So, um, yeah, those would be my. I love the family links. I think that that you know comes across yeah. so poignantly, and I think about family members who you wish you could have met as being, you know, mm. not just a beautiful mm. reminder of, or part of, you know, a community that's wider and bigger and in time, you know, much, much more vast than we, than we can remember sort of on a daily basis. And I think, mm. you know, having family members be able to see some of your successes um, is also such a, it's a reminder. I think that, you know, everything we do is not just for us. Um, and it actually speaks volumes to mm. moving us forward, but also setting us up for giving the next generation um, lessons and wisdom along the way. So I'm curious, what, what of your, what are your greatest successes? And actually, what would you want future generations to, to know about you? I don't know. My first thought, Karina, is mm. that um, I've had you know, a number of small successes. I don't think I've realized my greatest success yet. Um, in terms of a small success, minor success, would be, um, why is it getting so warm in here? <laughs> <laughs> it, it seems like you've never heard these questions before, oh, no. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, that's like a while, while I cracked my window. You are on the air. <laughs> These oh, are boy. your questions. Not, I'm not only on the, on the air, if I'm on the spot. Good night. Okay, let me think here. Um, I think capturing key moments in my life and the life of my family through um, media, videos, photos, things like that. Yeah. Because there are some that are cap have been captured that aren't with us any longer. And so I think, you know, the success in that is that, you know, they live on, their spirit lives mm. on forever through, you know, the memories mm. of seeing these photos and these videos and that type of thing. Um, sorry, Karina. No, sorry. I, think, I think it's hard <laughs> to boil it to just one. But I think something that you do consistently over time um, and becomes a marker of how you show up in the world, I think is also, you know, as important as, you know, a milestone in time. Um, yeah. I think, I think my kids, yeah. obviously, you know, you know, um, being a dad and husband, 
you know, obviously there's a level of success yeah. that comes with that, but I don't know that I could be the person to say I am successful, <laughs> but you'd have to ask my, my children that. We're making yeah. it. <laughs> success is making yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. I'm surviving. That's all I'm doing. Surviving. It's a process. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, I'm just right now. I'm just making the sausage. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not done yet. So once they're adults, we can yeah. get a better sense of whether or not I've been successful. Smiley, wait. What do you yeah, think? What's been your greatest? See, I look at it differently because I think my greatest success is being a father. Mm-hmm. Because as a father, who are we're unsung heroes? Because you mm-hmm. have to provide. You have to be ready for anything that happens. You have to just be there and just being present as a father 100% of the time is, is a mm-hmm. great success. Because mm-hmm. when you have a child, you when you have a child, you give up a commitment that says, all right, I'm putting my life not on hold. I'm going to be secondary for 18, 25 years until this, this young person you brought here is an adult and can get kicked out of the nest. Yeah. So that's a strong mental commitment. <laughs> that's an emotional one. A lot of times yeah. you don't know what to do as a father, but you just have to figure mm. it out. So every father who's out there, who's figuring it out and dealing with the unknown tomorrow, that's mm-hmm. a daily success. And mm-hmm. I think that's the greatest success because you lose money, you make mm. money. You lose an account, you get another account. You know, or even if you have a bad relationship, you lose a relationship, you get another one. But when you have a child, you don't, that's, that's permanent. That's perpetual. That's forever. Stop reminding me. Ever. <laughs> yeah. So it's perpetual. I mean, you, you, I mean, kids, kids can divorce their yeah. parents, but parents don't divorce their yeah. kids. It's yeah, just like, yeah. you, you, it just never happens. But to, to your point, Smiley, I, I, I do agree mm-hmm. that I, I believe that my most important role, right? You know, we all wear a number of hats. I believe yeah. that my number one role is being a dad. Yeah, it's something that mm-hmm. that I really um, I enjoy it. You know, I know it's not, that, that probably sounds crazy, mm-hmm. but I do enjoy it. Like right now, <clears throat> my daughter is texting me. Even though I explained to her that I'm going to be busy for a bit, <laughs> and you know, I, I enjoy the challenge of you know, like how do I respond thoughtfully? How do I, you know, every every moment there's an opportunity to for me to grow, for me to be challenged and and help them grow. Um, it's the absolute most enjoyable mm. thing. Uh, but but you know, in terms of being successful, I think that for me uh, is yet to be seen. You know. Um, I'm going off on a tangent. No, I can. I was going to pivot to like the superpower question because I think you know that ability to to do this consistently is a quality. Um, and I think if we mm. think about you know your classic superheroes, there's something about them that mm. they do consistently all the time, or there's an attribute that defines them. So I would actually ask you both your superpower, but with that in mind, like what is the the thing consistently that you see as the thread in everything you do or what others would say is the thread consistently. And that could be your kids. (laughs) 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 If you like. Um, Yeah. I'll take this. I think my ability to relate and interact with anyone from, I trade into this party that we had last year. I have some friends who are homeless and they were at the party 
And they're like, well, which one's the homeless guy? I was like, I'm not telling you. I mean, I have friends who are homeless, very successful, wealthy, not wealthy. I mean, recovering addicts. I mean, just everyone. I, I accept everyone as they are and I learn from everyone. And so I would say my superpower is the ability to relate and adapt to anyone with no judgment. No, because I, I look at the world like God sent us here and we're a big quilt. And no one ever seen a quilt with the same pattern because it wouldn't be a quilt. So every color, everything is like a mosaic that comes together and you stand back and it looks really beautiful. So I, I create a mosaic of people mm. of all walks of life. That's my superpower. I can co sign that. Great. <laughs> Top that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the pressure, the pressure. Why does it keep you warm in here? You need okay. a fan. Okay, so for me, for me, this one's actually easy. My intuition. That's my superpower. I have pretty good intuition. And it's almost like spooky, spooky kind of creepy because there's things that I feel sense mm. that I don't really, I can't put my finger on it. And then later on I realized, ah, I was Are right. you a medium? Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. He but. is. I mean. <laughs> you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. yeah. I love it. So mosaic intuition. I think that your listeners who know this, the, the, the Rhoda quite well. We know we're coming to that question about the title of the autobiography. Go ahead, Smiley. Uh, okay. Uh, you want me to go first? There you go, because uh, I'm thinking still. I'm thinking it. All right. I'm wiping the think, slump um, on my forehead here. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I, I grew up in Pittsburgh in, my, in Braddock, PA, and my church was mm. called um, Holiday Memorial Amy Zion Church. And, and I would just get the chills when the the choir would sing, this is my story, this oh, is my yeah. song, praising my savior all the day long. And we had a guy there named Mr. Jenkins and he was such a deep, very, uh, I don't know, deep voice. And the whole church would just vibrate. Mm -hmm. So I would say the title of my, my book would be Smile, comma, this is my story. Oh, Whoa. that's good. I got yeah, goosebumps already. Story. And yeah, I like that. <laughs> wow. So I love uh, that. Actually, I have to yeah, write that down. So you got to start my book. Yeah, write that down. <laughs> I got to start my book. On that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, mine was move good with people. Um, but I, I like yeah. your. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah, that. I love that. Move good with people. That's a good one. Um. Mine would be, though you guys are like, Dre, you ask these questions every week. How come no, I <laughs> you've never that. thought about the this? The pause is good. The pause is, is good. Uh, let's see here. Mine would be um, a product of Sue and Ron. Life lessons. And Sue and Ron, my mom and dad. Of love it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Love it. Yeah, yeah. 
like being on this side smiling <laughs> is, is a whole I have, I have a whole new appreciation, Karina, for what you went through. <laughs> you had to look, you made it look easy when you did it. <laughs> I have to say, there is something special about reversing the tables. And I think you both mm. are parents and you both have talked a bit about parenting. And I wonder yes. if this is like a microcosm at the very like minute yeah. level of when the tables turn and your kids are raising their own and they look at you and they're like, yeah. oh yeah, this is hard. <laughs> this is really hard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I have two and my they're, they're teenagers and my mother um, always laughs when I sort of share back, you know, experiences and the ones that she just laughs are more when you don't know what's going on in their head and yet you know what's good for them, yeah. which those two things, yeah. they don't make sense. They don't make sense. They don't make sense. Yeah. It's true. So when you reverse the table, I think you get a little, you know, snapshot into what that is like. And I think your podcast sure. as well. I mean, in another, another, I would say, variation of this theme, you're also giving your listeners a chance to sort of sit inside um, the life experience of somebody sharing their their story. And of course, you cannot completely inhabit someone else's shoes. But I think storytelling is like the closest thing or the closest window into someone else's world. So I think that gives people at least, you know, whether it's empathy, whether it's new knowledge, whether it's, you know, inspiration mm. to to try and, yeah, and connect with people on a different level. I think that is part of being human. Um, so I, I do, again, I'm taking your last question into more theoretical philosophical dimensions, but yeah, I think there's yeah, something yeah. really special about, you know, what would that title be? Because you know, at the end of the show, you're also, you know, people now have known you a little bit more. So I think they get a little sneak peek of what the book would look like. Um, and perhaps some inspiration for, you know, connecting with people in different ways. So I want to say a tremendous thank you um, for creating this, not space just right now, but all of the, the episodes till now. I know we got probably got a few minutes. I have a tag question of what's next for the next 50. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. That's yeah. good. So, so, um, and, and, and Smiley, I want you to jump in here too. Um, for the next 50, I, I think, the, the basic goal is to continue to grow and evolve and let the content kind of guide us. Um, Smiley and I joke that, you know, we have a friend or two of ours that are, are like, uh, and then early on, they're like, you know, how's that little podcast going? You know, kind of condescending, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's kind of nice to, to see that we've grown and we've evolved early on. Smiley mentioned that, you know, our goal is to have this guy named Maurice Philogene on the podcast. He was just, and he's still, he's just great guy, incredible background. Mm. We'll, we only knew of him, you know, based on what we saw on social media. He's just doing, was doing amazing things. Since then, I mean, like every other guest we've had have, has been equally amazing. Mm. And so in my mind, the next 50 episodes will show us continuing to grow and evolve and and mm. and uh continuing to provide engaging meaningful uh useful even uh content to our to our listeners smiley mm. what do you think i i yeah i i think it's um i i think of several one is we had a representative i 
I'm always impressed and intrigued by how humble people are. Mm. We had a guy on here, David Olds. He said that he left Florida and moved to Tennessee and he burnt the boats. And I said, what do you mean by burnt the boats? He's like, I'm all in into this real estate. Uh. And he said he was, he, he moved his family. He left a secure job and just jumped head first into this real estate. And now he's a successful national real estate broker, millions of dollars, millions of properties or hundreds of properties. And he just like, it, it just brings out the humanity that everyone, no one has fears. I mean, everyone has fears or they're afraid to jump all in and hearing his story or hearing the Raphael where he said basically that I'm not that impressive. I just do valet trash. Yeah. And I think he's the most downloaded one. He's so amazing and he and he's so humble and everyone is just doing amazing things. And that's where you see on TV, everyone's bragging and flaunting, but the people who are actually doing it, they're humble and modest mm. and approachable. Mm. And I, I I told Dre, I, I used to read a lot, but now in our podcast, I learned, this is better. I learned more with, from the experiences of our hosts than I do from the books, which is mm -hmm. real time. So I, I think in the next, uh, the next 50, we'll continue to, um, to speak to more amazing people. But one theme I, I noticed by looking at the data, because I'm in data and software, we have a lot of medical professionals on our podcast. Mm -hmm. We... Dre, somehow we had a few doctors, I mean, doctors of psychology, doctors of uh, coaching, they mm. deal with the spiritual stuff. And, and that's fascinating, their mm. point of views of uh, how we're all seeking mm. help. And even the psychiatrist, the, the doctors have therapists, everyone has therapists, you know, mm. it's just... Phenomenal. And I love that you name that there is this, you know, obviously there, the media or at least what's dominant is all about sort of spectacle and mm -hmm. celebrity. And again, not to say that those are, are bad things. The, the film Babylon sort of shows many sides of that. Um, mm -hmm. But the fact that so many of your um, participants are, you know, humble, approachable, you know, everyday people leaving, leading extraordinarily, extraordinary lives. Um, mm -hmm. I hope brings another narrative into the thinking around, you know, people who we meet. And so I think, you know, for Dre yeah. and Smiley, the next 50, um, hopefully meeting more of those people and growing, you know, obviously your reach. And, um, I will actually say for folks who may potentially want to get these sweatshirts you have, um, <laughs> let's think about that offline. Um, just to give you a tremendous thank you for having you know, me join you today. Um, to everybody who's listening, thank you so much as well. Um, I know Dre and Smiley are on several platforms. So like and how do you say like and subscribe. Uh, share a review and, and share your thoughts on, on what you're hearing um, as this will can definitely continue. Um, but yeah, thank you all very much.